Ladies and gents, boys and girls from around the world, welcome back to another episode of 99 Pod. And it's time, okay, it's time to give you what you need. And as we proceed, okay, I know I said that totally backwards, but you get the gist of my point. Like and subscribe to the channel to be notified of any new uploaded content that we have coming your way. I'm seeing more interaction with our channel and everything on the social media platform. So just keep it coming. Pass the word before we give you the next word. And that's exactly what we're going to do right now. Okay, say word. Little shit down on the mic. So let it be written. So let it be done. I'm saying everything backwards today. But it's all good because guess what? I'm here and I'm ready to go. But before we even proceed, I do got to tone it down a little bit because um, unfortunately, we had some breaking news that I just wanted to highlight as um unfortunate breaking news. Suspect in custody in the Universal University of Virginia shooting that left three members of the football team dead. You know, um, so this world ain't getting any better, right? When you think it's getting better, it's not. And um, it's unfortunate that um people gotta lose their lives, you know, especially when they go to school trying to get an education, trying to, you know, um better themselves outside of college when they graduate. It's in a very unfortunate situation, and we need to, you know, kind of get our acts together. And I'm saying that with everybody included, even myself, even the way how I got to be better as an individual. We all have to be better and get our acts together. So I just wanted to announce that. But furthermore, I'm going to pass the mic over to my guy Zay in the building. Zay, what's going on? You know, um, I just want to piggyback off of what you just said. You know, I just want to say it is not cowardly to seek help. It's not cowardly to speak out when you're having these thoughts, having these maniacal moments where it feels like the world is crashing down and you need to give an outlet and harm somebody else. You know, don't make a permanent decision based on a temporary feeling. Allow yourself to speak out, seek help, seek guidance. It's not cowardly. It doesn't make you less of a man. It doesn't make you less of a human being to find some help and to make sure that you're being guided in the right direction. Um, you know, it is sad that three people have to lose their lives because a person a person decided to go on a shooting, um, you know, and two other people that's um, injured currently. It is just sad to hear that, especially early in the morning. Um, you know, usually I'll say I'm in paradise, but right now I'm not. You know, right now I'm in a world where we people came and walk down the street without having to fear for their life. And that is just not okay for anybody, especially the parents and the families of the three individuals who were on pat who died, and also the families of the people who are injured. Um, no one wants to get that call saying that the, um one of their sons, their nephews, their cousins, their um, you know, cousins passed away uh due to a shooting that they weren't even the, you know, the antagonist of or just not even part of the situation, but they got shot because somebody decided to do so. Um, um my condolences to the family, and um, you know, it, it's just a sad day. Cousin in the building. Yes, man. On, and um, yeah, to piggyback off what Zay was saying, man, and what what you were saying, families, man. As a parent, nobody want to get that call. That's somebody' child. You know, we we look at them as young men or young adults in these shootings, but they still somebody's child. That's a family that's devastated. We're talking about from mother, father, sister, brother, aunts, uncles, and cousins. You have devastated a family. And um, my condolences go out to their family, man. That's a rough one, man. Tough call. Like you said, Zay, definitely a sad morning, bro. Absolutely. And as I could make the transition to what we got to talk about as smooth and careful as possible, if I could tap in, um, listen, it's going down today because um, I went on the show, right? 
And on Friday, I talked about how Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers was not washed. I actually did a whole segment on that. And, um, you know, I had to set the record straight because a lot of people was talking. And um, Claire, this past week, week 10 in the books, do y'all still think they wash? Do y'all still think Tom Brady's wash? Do y'all still think Aaron Rodgers is wash? So it goes back to my point. We should not come up with every two years because y'all said the same thing about these two quarterbacks two years ago, two and three years ago. Not every two, three years, we got to come back to this conversation because of, you know, misunfortunate things happening with the offense and things of that nature and the rhythm being off, okay? So I just wanted to throw that out there. It's time for another episode of 99 Pod, and we might as well proceed to topic number one as the Vikings get in a very improbable win, 33-30 to in overtime. And game of the year, okay, against the Bills. Is it time to panic in Buffalo after two straight defeats? Hey, cousin, the mic is yours. Oh, man, it's a time to panic in Buffalo. And I'm going to tell you yes, and I'm going to tell you why. And I know it's early in the season. If they could change it around, they can win the Super Bowl this year. They still got the talent. They still got the players. Josh Allen is still a beast, and I hear y'all. But here's the one nuance that I'm looking real close same thing happened last year. Regular season, they go to Kansas City, they beat Kansas City. What happened at the end of the year? They wound up with a worse record than Kansas City and have to go to Kansas City in the playoffs. And that's what they're staring at right now, currently. They're behind Kansas City in the standings, and they're going to have to go back to Kansas City and win the playoff game, and I don't know if they can do that. And if they can't do that, guess what? The whole thing in Buffalo got to be revamped. We can't keep doing this every year. We can't keep having these spectacular plays, spectacular games, spectacular regular season just to go to Kansas City, just to lose. Okay? We got to revamp something. We got to do something. Whether it's a coaching change, personnel, I don't know. Every year, Buffalo's added more and more talent to their team. But for some apparent reason, they can't get over the hump. And I think they played Green Bay a couple of weeks ago. When Even though they beat Green Bay, we wasn't impressed. I know I wasn't impressed. I just wasn't impressed. And now, as the season, we in the middle of the season, they starting to tinker down a little bit, just like they did last year. I think last year they went to, uh, I'm not mistaken, New England on a Monday night and had a bad loss. You know what I mean? They just starting to have these bad losses. I'm not saying they can't come back. I'm not saying he can't come back and win the Super Bowl. But it is starting to press the panic button, man, because it's like Deja Vu. You're doing the exact same thing I did last year. Come out blazing hot, look like the best team, and then tinker off in the middle of the season to just fail in the playoffs. We don't know the ending yet, but it just looked like the same thing. And if I'm Buffalo, I want to change that narrative. If I'm Buffalo, I want to have the best record in the AFC. If I'm Buffalo, I want every team to have to go through Buffalo, go through the cold, go through the snow to get to the Super Bowl. If I'm going to lose, I want to lose that home. And Buffalo need to have that mentality. Right now, it don't seem like they do. They need to have a sense of urgency and stop being cocky. We know y'all got the talent, right? But they being very cocky to the point, they go into these games thinking we're just going to win because we got the more talent, we the better team. And everybody's giving them a punch. And I'm, I'm watching. Listen, no disrespect. I know they think they three losses, a total of eight points. Those were close games. I get it. But I, I, I don't see it, bro. I don't see it, and I think they need to press that panic button. And somebody in that locker room, whether it's the head coach or Josh Allen himself, 
they need to get everybody on the same page. Because right now, Buffalo look a little suspect. I want to jump right in here because I think to say that we should hit the panic button is a little bit too excessive. I think the way how I class Buffalo right now, classify Buffalo, is I'm a little bit concerned, but not ready to hit the panic button. I think concern and panic is two different things. I think panic is you're the Packers. I think panic is you the Raiders. I think panic if you are one of these teams that are 500 or below. That's what I see. That's how I deem panic. But concern, I could I could classify the Buffalo Bills being in that little bracket over there. And um, Cuzzo, I do disagree in the sense that, and I always said this on the record, I'm going to say it again. I think Buffalo, if they can get to the playoffs, they are actually better equipped to win on the road. And the reason why I say so is because they don't run the football. So chances are if they have home court and you're playing in snowy Buffalo in terrible windy conditions, rainy conditions, snowy conditions, you're probably going to have to run the ball in order to win. Think about the game that you referenced Monday Night Football last year. New England went into yeah. that environment in which nobody could have passed the ball, right? Allen, he did a few things passing the ball as far as being able to be better equipped to pass in that weather. But still, it calls for running the running the football. That's what the Patriots did. But cousin, and that's how what, they won. But real quick, cousin, only one team in the AFC is playing in one weather that's doing well. That's Miami. You want to go to Baltimore? You want to go to Cincinnati? You want to go to Kansas City? You got to no, play in that. Gotta what I'm it. saying, what I'm saying is that Buffalo is not well equipped to play in their own habitat. Like their own habitat come January, right? We haven't seen many games in Buffalo. All right, the last couple of years, their game's been primarily on the road, except for the Ravens game last year. So sometimes we forget how Buffalo could look at that time of year, right? In that time of year, I'm expecting terrible conditions where the game will dictate you to run the football. And I'm afraid that since they can't run the football and somebody else can, they can go into that environment and beat them in their own habitat. So basically what I'm saying is that they're probably better off to go on the road and beat a Kansas City. They should have last year, right? That 13 seconds was terrible defense. <laughs> it was a, a fortunate event, but Tyreek Hill is no longer there. So chances are if that game script kind of replicates itself, that's not going to happen. They're probably going to win that game this time around. So basically, the reason why I'm concerned, because I did say I'm a little bit concerned, is the fact that Josh Allen has this erratic tendency that I'm starting to see, which is clear. It's not going to go away. Think about Josh Allen's trajectory in his career. He went from being a bust in year one, improving year two, then year three, he takes this leap. Yeah, he wasn't built in a factory. So, of course, some of those inconsistencies are still going to be there. And it's there. And the reason why he's not in my MVP discussion any longer is because of those red zone interceptions. Four, I believe, in the last three drives. In the red zone, he threw interception, two interceptions in the last three games, and leading the league in interceptions. That's why he's out of my picture. Also, when you take in context the AFC East, they are 0-2 in that division right now. Best head coach in football, Bill Belichick in that division. Most explosive offense is the Dolphins in that yep. division. Best yep. defense in that division is the Jets. So I'm more concerned with the division, more so than looking at the outside perspective. And that's why I, I think if they can – Get to the playoffs. Forget winning the division. If they could just get in, I still trust Josh Allen, and I think Buffalo was more suited to go on the road and win. Um, you know, before I said what I, 
before I answer the question, you know, off air, uh, I was telling people that the, this was a game that the Bills did not want to lose because of what they have facing down the barrel in the rest of the schedule. You have to play the division three straight weeks. Now, that's not an easy um that's not an easy thing to do, no matter what the division is doing, because of division games, like Lil stated many, many times. Those are 50-50 games. The fact that you have to play three back-to-back-to-back, 50-50 games is not in anyone's favor. Nobody wants to do that. And that's something that the Bills have to face, um, especially in the facet that they lost this game. You know, that fumble you know, in the end zone was disgusting. You know, and then on top of that, the, the red zone pick in overtime at home. Uh, uh, it, was, it was home Buffalo, right? Buffalo's home? Yep. Come on. Yep. At home. So that that is disgusting. You know, and this this is not the first game that Josh Allen's doing this. This is like the third game in a row where he hasn't scored a touchdown in the second half. And it, it is time to push the panic button in Buffalo. I'm sorry. It's not looking good for Buffalo right now, especially the way that AFC East is playing. I think that's the only division in football right now that's over 500, if I'm not mistaken. I could be. I didn't look at the standings this morning. But right now, the division is playing well. And Buffalo is declining, as everyone knows, is climbing up the ranks. That is not a good look. When we look at what this Buffalo team has to face a little um, in a couple weeks, I believe in two two more weeks, they play the Patriots, then they play the Jets, and then they play Miami. Uh, those are not three straight games that you want to play, especially like Lil stated. Belichick's a genius. He knows how to coach well, especially the first game against Buffalo. He usually plays particularly well. He knows how to plan for that first game against Buffalo. That's not a good. That's not a good game to play. Then you play against the Jets again, a team where their young guys are showing out. The young guys are really carrying this team on their defense, their offense. Everything is flowing, and they're going. They're climbing up, especially if the Jets come out of this bye week on fire, continuing this win streak, and then they go into Buffalo to play against Buffalo, it's, it's not going to look good for this team, especially the Bills who are kind of rattled. It seems like they're rattled late in the game. It doesn't look like a comfortable Buffalo Bills team. That team just looks like they're a little rattled. They're not doing what, what they've done from last year into this season and now to this point. Like I think that Packers game... Even then, I think that's when you even saw things start to break down little by little by little with Buffalo. It doesn't seem like they're they're doing what they have to do, especially where is Shadavius White? He's been off the IR in two weeks. He's not getting any reps on the field. Like, he's healthy. He's ready to play. Why is this guy not getting into game shape? You can't have this guy on the sideline until whatever you feel like is his time. You have to get this guy on the field. He's your number one corner on this defense. You have to give him time to get back into game shape. He should have been in there on the Jets game. Because that gives him ample time to get into that game-ready shape to prepare him for the playoffs because you need Shadavious White if you're going to be playing against Kansas City. If you're going to be playing against Baltimore, you're going to need him when you're playing against these teams that are, you know, they, they pass the ball pretty well. Um, I say all that to say the Bills are in panic mode because you have to play that division three straight weeks and it's not going looking good. You have to beat the Dolphins and you have to beat the Jets. So two out of those three are must-wins for this Bills team because if you lose to the Jets, you lose to the um the um Dolphins, you don't know if you're going to take this division home or not. And that was something that the Bills are banking on in the offseason, taking this division home and hopefully playing the Chiefs in Buffalo. Now it's not looking like that. It's looking like the Bills are trying to struggle and fight for the playoffs, which is something I don't think they anticipated go walking into the season. I would say this too, right? I, I do want to jump in here then because I'm going to pass the rock back to you. You right. see, the thing about Buffalo, right, is look at this game, right? They were up. 27 to 10, right? They gave up a lead. But, you know, you look at a couple weeks ago when they played the Ravens, they were down 21 to 3 or 21 to 0, something to that effect, and won that game. So give and take, right? Exit each other out, 
you know, it's back to being even kind of right. But I think when you look at this Buffalo team, the reason why I'm not ready to hit the panic button is because they have closers on defense. They have Von Miller and they have a closer. Let's be clear here. That's something that they miss in that playoff game against Kansas City. They got that. And matter of fact, Von Miller ended that Kansas City game in the regular season. You think he can't do that again in the playoffs? Right. Forget about Bills versus Chiefs. Think about players on the field. Von Miller could duplicate that same thing in the playoffs because he's a veteran. He won a Super Bowl, two to be exact. So when you look at this game, they closed the game pretty much in defense. I mean, they got the stop on the Vikings, but unfortunately, the next play, Josh Allen in the center mishandled the snap. They would have won that game. It would have been the defense making a play. So the defense have been making plays to seal the deal, and you do have a closer on defense and on offense in Josh Allen, but Josh Allen's struggling a little bit right now, and I give y'all that. And that's why there's reasons for concern. But he's still a talent. He's still arguably probably the best quarterback in the league. Now we can have that debate, but arguably he is. And I still believe in this team. I'm not going to hit the panic button yet because guess what? I don't know if the Jets are for real. The Jets are going to have to come take this. When was the last time they won this division? Okay, <laughs> when was the last time? They're going to have to show me. And until they win this division is when I'm going to give them credit. I don't care if they win next week or the week after. Win a division first before I start to hit the panic on Buffalo. Right. Uh, you know, and I, I hear you because... I, I'm hitting the pin button from a different perspective because in this league, teams catch up to you really quick. That's why you don't see three-piece in the NFL, right? You got a small window, you know what I mean, um, to continue to dominate and dominate and dominate. What Buffalo's situation is, why I'm hitting the pin button is because if they don't do it this year, okay, it's looking suspect. You got all of this talent. Y'all bring all this closes. Bond, I get all of that. If y'all still can't do it, then what? You can see it seeping in their psyche, right? I'm looking at body language and in interviews. It's seeping in them. They feel in the pressure. Pressure is real with sports. Expectations is real with sports. Some people, it's not built that way. I'm not saying Paul Miller in particular. I'm just saying the team in general. He's one man of a 53-man roster. You can see the body language. Josh Allen is still the best player on that team. He's the um, the, uh, the leader of the team, the captain of the team. He is slumping his shoulders. And if they see that body language, it just don't look good. And that's why I'm pressing the panic button. They don't look good generally. Like they, they psyche, they don't. They look down. Can they handle another psyche blow with another bad loss? I say no, and I push the panic button. The reason why, real quick, you know, I just want to say real quick, and the reason why you're pushing the panic button, it isn't because the running game is terrible. It isn't because the defense is unable to get stops. It's because your franchise player, your best player on the football team is making bad plays. He's the yeah. one that's costing them wins. That's why you push the panic button. It's not like Josh Allen is still going through growing pains. He's trying to figure it out. He's on an offense he's known the last couple years with the star player that he has with Dawson Knox, with Singletary, with Stephon Diggs. They just added Naheem Hines. I haven't seen Naheem Hines on the field that much. And you just added him to be that, that receiving back. And I have yet to see him on that football field. I've probably seen him once against the Jets. I ain't seen him against the Vikings. And I understand the Vikings are a great defensive team, but you have to test those linebackers. You got to get Naheem Hines out there. Singletary was having a great game. Don't get me wrong. He was doing what he needs to do before that fumble, of course. He scored a touchdown. Josh Allen, he had two of them, I believe. Josh Allen is the guy who was making the bad plays to cause the fumble, the interception in overtime. You know, this, this is the guy who's messing up. 
And that's why you push the panic button because the guy is not, he's out there not looking like who he was early in the season. He's not the guy who was the, the guy last year, the guy who's in the running for MVP. Josh Allen is looking like a shell of himself. And that is why you push the panic button because it's not all the exterior factors that you brought over to the team. It's not the Vaughn Millers. It's not because your Davis White's not playing. It's not because you got Poirier and um Milano out with injuries or oblique injuries and other injuries in that nature. It's because your um offensive juggernaut and Josh Allen is not playing like the way he's supposed to play. And that is why you push the panic button. Because I mean, the rest of the vision is on his ass. Excuse my language, Ma. I apologize. I don't mean to curse. But he did on him. And that is the issue right now. Because Josh Allen is not playing like the best quarterback in this division. He's actually playing like the third best quarterback in this division. And that's scary. Oh! You remember, let's take a trip back to memory lane. And before you start to celebrate the victory, because you didn't win nothing yet, and you're not going to win today. Now, when we go back last year, the same Buffalo team lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. At one point, they were 7-6. and six. Actually, Allen was turning the ball over then. Y'all forgot. And then guess what? They went on the winning streak. They made the playoffs. They sneaked in there. And Josh Allen played his best football in the playoffs. I'm expecting him to replicate the same thing. When you look at the AFC right now, there's outside of Kansas City, right? And I do believe Kansas City is hindered with the loss of Tyreek Hill. But so far, I got to give them the credit. They've been the only team in the AFC that has shown me any sort of week-to-week competence. When you look at the Dolphins, right, their they defense is a little shaky. Now, I'm a Dolphins guy. I believe the Dolphins probably is going to win that division. I always have Buffalo making the playoffs as the second team in the division, and I'm still going to stick by that. But right. the Dolphins, we all know their defense is suspect, okay? So, you're in a shootout in that game. If they, potentially, they have to play again, which they do, all right, or in the playoffs, they're in a shootout. The Jets, I already stated, I have to see that to believe that. The Ravens, yeah, they were blowing leads before. Okay, we was concerned about them and Lamar Jackson because they were blowing leads. All right, so they, they're not a perfect team by any means. The Bengals, same thing. They're not a perfect team. They are hindered without Jamal Chase. All right, the Titans, they're going to be the team possibly that wins that division. And guess what? Do they look good to you? No, they don't. Right, the Browns. They might not even get Deshaun Watson back in time. They're already, what, five, um, actually, three and six. Deshaun Watson ain't going to matter. The Chargers, they just lost five and four, right? They are getting decimated by the injury bug. So you look around the AFC, the AFC is so wide open that Buffalo is almost guaranteed that they make the division and, and actually get into the playoffs that they could potentially go on the road if they have to. And um, possibly it comes back down to that Kansas City game. But I don't care if that game is home or away. If you're Buffalo, right, you lost to Kansas City back-to-back, you should want to go on the road and actually defeat that monster that's been holding you back. Bill Shaddam. You know, last thing I just want to say, it is exciting to talk about this AFC East because I didn't think the AFC East would be as competitive as it is right now. You know, I thought the Patriots weren't going to be good. I thought the Jets weren't were going to be struggling to get six wins. I've been saying that. I thought the Dolphins were going to be overrated. And look at all four of these teams potentially in the running to make a playoff, which is crazy to even think about. A full division make a playoff will be something bananas. Now, I don't know if it's possible. You know, there's still a lot more games left. There's still a lot of factors that could play, in, play into it. But the fact that this division is as competitive as, as it is is amazing to see. And I can't wait for the remainder of the season with, in, in regarding this division because there's I always mean, lights up football. To be clear, to be fair and to be clear, the AFC East is actually more competent than the whole AFC. 
Okay, right. so that's why I said if they can get into the playoffs, that's where right. I'm I'm fine with them. But I'm a little bit concerned, as I stated, and because I'm going to let you get right in here. I'm a little bit concerned about the division, but I'm not ready to hit the panic. Panic is like, oh, my gosh, everything is is, is falling. OK, we are out of contention. We are we are definitely not a good football team. They're a good football team and nobody will ever say they're not. I'm pretty sure y'all view them as a good football team. Just a little immaturity in between that. But that's not cause for panic. That's cause for concern. There's a major difference between the two. Right. Because of bring us on. They're supposed to be the best team in the AFC from a talent perspective. That's so when you said Kansas City and then you named the rest of the pack, Buffalo shouldn't be in that pack. You can't press the panic button when you're out of contention. You got to press the panic button on your way down. And they was the top of the league, best team in the league, number one on everybody's charts. They coming down. It's time to press the panic button. Because if you press the panic button when you're out of contention, then it's good night. I would say this. I thought I was you was bringing us home, but I got to do the honest, right? Because you you dropped the ball there, right? When you look at the AFC, okay, think about it. Kansas City seven and two, Buffalo six and three. That's only a game behind Kansas City. The fact right. of the matter is, they're in two different divisions. One is wide open. That you have the Raiders, who've been the most disappointed team. I actually won that debate, so I'm glad that's clear. Okay, they're the most disappointed team in the NFL. The Broncos overrated Russell Wilson three and six. The Chargers, listen. Soon, Justin Herbert going to have to play de defensive tackle because they're getting injuries. So they are more equipped to be fine because of their division. But in all actuality, Buffalo's only one game back. They beat them. Okay, that's but why I stated. If they can make the playoffs, I don't care if they win a division or sneak in. I trust them more than Kansas City. So if we're looking at this from, oh, well, in January, they got to go on a road to beat Kansas City. Okay, I think they're going to beat Kansas City. But they have to get in there first. And that's why I said... I'm a little bit concerned about this division. But if they can make the playoffs, which I do believe they will, I'm not hitting the panic button.